Welcome to the Corporate Survivor Podcast, where we talk about how to grow your career confidence, build your skills and value, increase your salary, and the many lessons we learn in the corporate world. For more career support, click on over to www.mayping.com. This is Mayping, your corporate leader turned career coach. I hope you enjoy, like, and subscribe. Hey, 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 and welcome to a brand new episode of the Grow Your Career Online Offline Podcast. And if you're listening to this episode on the day of release, today is 4th of March. It was my birthday two days ago, and I have been bombarded with so many mess- uh, birthday messages. So thank you so much if you're one of those people who have been sending me birthday messages. So thank you so much. So in this very special episode, I want to share with you a very quick list of the 34 life lessons that I've learned since 1988. Yes, you've guessed it. I was born in the year 1988, um, the 2nd of March. So I thought it would be a really good reflection time during my birthday to just to do a really quick recap on the um, life lessons, you know, work lessons, career lessons, people lessons that I've learned over the years. So this episode is going to be a really, really quick one with... Um, all the 34 lessons, but if there are any specific lessons that you are interested in, you want to you know, learn a little bit more, definitely let me know in the comments or send me a message on LinkedIn if you want me to maybe share a little bit more in the future. So let's dive right into it. So the first lesson that I've learned in the past 34 years is um, life is just a classroom. There's always some things that you can learn and you can grow. And I think the moment you stop um, learning or the moment you think that you know everything, that's when I feel like you will go into a black hole because that's where a lot of um, arrogance probably comes in by not wanting to learn new things or thinking that you are already super duper good enough. And once you have that sort of mindset, it's actually quite easy to blame um, problems onto other people because your mindset is already like stuck, right? Because you don't think that there's anything else worth learning. So my first lesson in life is, um, yeah, life is just a classroom. Then, moving on. Lesson number two that I've learned in my past 34 years of living is um, things that happen earlier in life, they may not necessarily make sense then, but these things that have happened along, I guess, my life journey or maybe your life journey, they will actually make sense later in life. And even though, you know, it can be very frustrating right now, but what I have learned over the many years in my life or maybe even in you know my very highly intense career as well like a lot of the choices that I made earlier in my career you know maybe skills that I um, upgraded or maybe industries that I managed to get into the exposure that I've gained so the um, career planning that I did it's it didn't really make a lot of sense then or maybe you know there were times where I didn't feel very sure but I found that later you know, as the years go by, they started to make a lot more sense and it pretty much also shaped like how my career looked um, yeah, in the later part of life as well. So that's why lesson number two is things that happen earlier in life will make sense later, um, even though you find it very frustrating right now, but don't stress too much about it. As long as you have thought it through, then believe in yourself. Moving on to lesson number three, and I think this is one of the most important lessons I've learned in the past few years, and that is set your own boundaries. And once you've set them, other people will learn how to respect them. One of the biggest problems I see in working professionals who consistently complain about like working late, you know, dealing with like crazy bosses and colleagues, a lot of times is because 
um, you know, maybe me or you, we don't learn how to set boundaries. And when we don't set our own boundaries, other people tend to, um, I don't want to say take advantage, but sometimes people do try to push the envelope a little bit. So set your own boundaries first, you know, decide how you want to interact with other people, then um, gradually people around you will just learn how to deal with it. Then moving on to lesson number four, and I think this, this definitely resonates a lot as an introvert, um, it, and that is quiet people are not stupid. And you're hearing this directly from me, um, who is a highly introverted person who I, I don't talk at all when I was really young. I was always the very, very quiet kid. And I feel like sometimes um, in our very busy society, we tend to think that people who don't talk are uh, maybe stupid or like, you know, something's wrong with them or they're silly and all these other judgments and those are really not true. You know, introversion is just um, a personality type. So I won't go too much into detail over it because I'm highly passionate about like how to leverage your strengths as an introvert. So I'll just, I'll just leave it uh, at, as it right as it right now. I mean, as it right now, but I think um, if you're an introvert, don't feel disheartened. You know, there are many things that you can do to navigate the workplace and to really you know leverage your personality and if you happen to be dealing with an introvert interacting with an introvert please don't make any judgments i think probably that's like the best thing that i can say okay moving on to lesson number five and it's about you know the path of me discovering minimalism i think is really the biggest game changer in my life so in 2016 when I left my corporate job. I was um, obviously not working for some time um, due to family reasons. And that was the time that I felt mentally really stressed out and emotionally very stressed out. So I did a bit of research on minimalism and I found that the concept is really, really great in terms of like, um, you know, allowing me to have the kind of clarity that I need. And I really dove into it, like decluttered a lot of stuff, like many parts in my life, in my career, you know, organizing all my stuff. Um, and that has really allowed me to have that kind of mental clarity and focus that I think a lot of people don't have. So definitely discovering minimalism is, till, till today, one of the biggest game changers in my life. Then lesson number six, and this is probably a lesson around mindset. And it's um, even if you can't do something right now, you can definitely make it happen if you really want it. So this was a lesson I learned when I consistently face challenges on things that I didn't feel comfortable um, getting out of my comfort zone, but I did the damn thing anyway. So for example, like I said, I was a highly introverted person. So like the first time I had to give a presentation to stakeholders and even to like very senior people at my workplace, I always said no at the beginning until the day I realized that, oh, if I really want to um, do better in my career, I really want to have more opportunities, there are some basic skills that I need to need to have, at least you know, at but that particular career level is something that I need to have. Otherwise, I'll always be losing out, even though I may be working the hardest. So that was when I set a very clear goal of like, okay, you know, public speaking is something that I'm gonna master, or presentation skills is something I'm gonna master. Or if I'm working so hard right now, I need to make myself a little bit more visible to the people who are working with me. So that was something that I had consciously decided to do. And um, like I said, even though at that time I didn't feel that I could do it, but gradually over time, like you, you once you take the action, like this, you can develop the skill. Most people's problem, you know, is they don't want to take the action. 
Okay, moving on to lesson number seven. <laughs> lesson number seven is not all accountants are boring, just like me. So a lot of um, people are still surprised when they learn that I'm a Chartered Certified Accountant. So I'm an ACCA, FCCA member. Um, and I think the reason is because we have this like stereotype of accountants out there that accountants are very quiet people who um, just sit in the corner. That's just not true. And um, it's also not a healthy thing to generalize people. So we all get into certain um, industries and professions because we like certain things about it. So I think it's very important to understand the person's personality rather than like, I guess, making judgments. On to lesson number eight. Lesson number eight. There are more people who believe in you than you think. So you need to stop underestimating yourself. I find that like a, a very big part of my life is you know, wondering and overthinking and like, you know, overthinking times 1000 on the things that I can or cannot do and consist consistently, you know, being a perfectionist, always assuming that, you know, things uh, things will not go well and like, you know, these things, can't, I can't do this, I can't do that and stuff like that. But sometimes listening to the people around you, especially people who have spent a lot of time with you, you know, these are people's, um, you know, that you trust their opinion. It's always really good to hear what they have to say and, in most instances, you may be surprised that the people around you are way more supportive than you think. You think, And they probably think that you can do way more than you can do, like if I'm making sense right now. So that has been my experience. Like even though every time I feel like something is wrong and all those things, there are always people around me who remind me that, hey, actually you've already come so far or you've already done this. You've done like all these leadership roles that a lot of people, you know, would not be able to do or, you know, we look up to you as a mentor and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, believe in yourself. Okay, moving on to lesson number nine. And lesson number nine is it's okay to buy used things. So buying, um, you know, used things and secondhand things is something that I advocate right now because I feel like it really helps uh, reduce a lot of wastages amongst other things. But I think it's for me, like overcoming the... Um, you know, misconception that uh, used things are not good and that's just not true like there are a lot of um, high quality good uh, things that are used but can still be reused can still be recycled and I think that's just a really really good um, habit to have so one of the I guess more most expensive used things that I bought was actually a car and I guess like you know sometimes for houses and stuff you don't always buy a new house right so yeah it's okay to buy used things then lesson number 10, uh, lesson number 10 is even if there's something that you want to do or some idea that you have that may seem a bit stupid to other people, um, you should do it if it makes you happy and you know it doesn't, it doesn't hurt anyone. So do it if it makes you happy. Like a lot of times we don't always need permission from other people to do what we really want to do. So I'll give you a, a very funny example here. Um, when, I, when I first bought my car, it's it's a Volkswagen Beetle, so I love the car, but I didn't really love the color that it came. It was in blue. So what I did was, um, especially during the pandemic, it was kind of like depressing in general. Like everybody's mood was down. So what I did was, um, I painted the car pink, and it was like those sort of like bubble gum pink. And I'll probably share it like in another episode or something like a video and it or something like that. It was in bubble gum pink. A lot of people thought it was so stupid. Because people told me that, oh, like who in the world would paint their car pink because it looks so ridiculous. It looks so silly. Um, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> it's my car and I'm going to paint it whatever color that I like because it makes me happy and it's just not there to like 
you know, to please everyone else. It's like, it's my car and I want to drive it and like, and I like it in pink and then I shall do it. So do what makes you happy as long as you know it doesn't hurt anybody else is okay. Moving on to lesson number 11, that's doing things right from the start will save you a lot of frustration, you know, of trying to fix it later. This is a really, really, really big lesson that I learned luckily, luckily, very early on in my career because sometimes like when you do something, you just want to like quickly uh, complete the work, like just like do it very quickly. But I think what, if you don't learn like how to do the thing correctly, um, it will actually create more problems for you later on. So doing something fast uh, doesn't mean you're doing it right. Okay. So that was luckily was something that I learned. And one of the big lessons is like really learning how to slow down and learning the process um, and the objective of a piece of work really allowed me to slow down and focus on what actually needs to be done to make an impact so that the entire flow of the work is done correctly. So the reason why I'm really, really efficient at my job and I teach my clients you know, all these techniques right now is because knowing what to do from the beginning will make you way more efficient and effective and then you get like way more results later on. So it's really, really an important lesson to learn um, in life or in your work. Then on to lesson number 12. And lesson number 12 is to trust the process. So this was also something that um, I learned very closely related to the previous lesson of identifying like the step-by-step -step flow and then just putting in the effort that is needed for that particular step because you had already gone through the thought process. So therefore, it's already fully clarified what needs to be done. So you don't need to like rethink and then just trust the process. So this is something I see in a lot of people. They don't do it correctly because everybody's looking for magic tricks and quick hacks um, without really committing to something. So trusting the process is really something about um, committing to something, committing to something. Okay, on to lesson number 13. Lesson number 13 is all about your family. So your parents care about you, even though you don't see eye to eye on certain things, you know, certain choices, certain opinions. You may not always see eye to eye, but just never forget that your parents do care about you. So if you haven't spoken to them for some time or haven't given them a call, then make sure that you always um, cover out some time for them. On to lesson number 14. Lesson number 14 is time is more important than money. So you need to learn how to create time, not find time because you'll never find time. Like everything, everything else is like important, right? So create, if it's important enough, create the time and then spend it with your loved ones because time is those things that you cannot get back. I'm sure everybody knows this, but I feel like most people don't don't take it very seriously. I don't know how to explain it. I just feel like a lot of people take time for granted, I think. Take time for granted. Okay, on to lesson number 15. <laughs> and it's something also related to, you know, buying use and all those things. So my tip is this. If you don't have money for it, then don't buy it. Don't buy it. Because if you want to buy something to impress other people and you don't even have money for it, you need to like, you know, get into debt or like credit and stuff like that. It's just a really, really bad idea. You realize that this is going to be a really bad choice later on. So it's much better to focus on something that if it's important enough, then go and find the money for it, right? If it's not important or you, you realize that you're just trying to impress somebody else, hey, it doesn't do anything for your personal development, then don't buy it. Okay, moving on to lesson number 16. You 
really want to get to know yourself and it will open up a whole new world on how you see things. Self-awareness is such a powerful thing. And I think for me, being an introvert, and I'm also the kind of person that I like to reflect on a lot of things. And one of my superpowers, I think, is I understand myself very well. Like I know my personality, strengths, weaknesses, habits. I know how I come across to other people. So a lot of it is self-awareness that you can then later utilize to um, help you advance in your career, right? Picking the right roles for you, focusing on the right strengths, um, the right work habits that really suits your personality so that you don't feel too exhausted. So get to know yourself. Super duper important. And even when I do one-on-one um, you know, coaching sessions with my clients or even clients who join my online program, personality is one of those important modules that we spend quite a bit of time talking about and we keep linking everything that we do back to personality because it is all about the person. It's all about the person. Okay, moving on to lesson number 17. <laughs> Salary negotiation skills is one of the most important skills that you need to learn in your career. Negotiate, negotiate, negotiate. I can't even emphasize this enough because... Yes, I know money is not everything, but if you're really you know, working hard at your job, in your career, don't shortchange yourself by not negotiating at the start. And this will really impact your salary, your compensation plan many, many years down the road. So this also happened to me where earlier on in my career, I didn't really negotiate well. So even though I was in more senior roles, but my, my pay actually took some time to catch up. And it was really, really frustrating to know that you are paid less than the people who are uh, in similar ranks around you. So it's not a good feeling to have. So learn to negotiate from the beginning of your career. Okay, lesson number 18, substance over form. So stop getting caught up in vanity metrics that only lead to unhappiness. So I think nowadays it's a little bit more prevalent than before where a lot of people are very focused on like, you know, the likes, the follows, the, the whatever, which is... Um, kind of looks good on the outside, but I think it's much better to focus on, you know, like I said, your personality, what you can do, what you can bring to the table, how you can contribute, rather than just talking about it all. Like, you, because the, the thing about this is I've seen a lot of people, they talk a good talk on social media, oh, I can do this, I can do that, blah, blah, blah. But they're actually struggling at their jobs. And I know of real examples of people who write a bunch of content on LinkedIn, but like, you know, they have actually approached uh, me or somebody else for help, but they're kind of like in a more victim mentality, so to speak. So um, never get confused by what is real value and real value comes from substance and the likes, the vanity metrics, all those things. Honestly, it doesn't really matter that much along your career or in your life. So lesson number 19 and that's getting married doesn't have to be a life goal. So I'm not going to elaborate on this. We're just going to leave it at that. So uh, married or not is a personal choice. Lesson number 20. Uh, small things can make you happy too, right? I find that a lot of people, um, you know, want the big things to be happy. And it happened to me as well. Like earlier in my teenage years, like for me, it was either I get first in class or like the rest of the rankings like do not matter. But later on, I realized that, oh, actually it doesn't really have to be that way. Like any, any achievement is a good achievement um, if, as long as that I'm progressing and I know that 
it's not artificial. I'm actually taking steps and I'm improving where it, you know, be it a soft skill or, you know, I kind of progress in a, in a course or something like that. So that's something that, you know, I should feel proud of and I should feel happy. And the other thing also is um, if you want to spend just like a little bit of money on stuff that makes you happy, like for me, it's my ice cold matcha green tea latte, then um, yeah, just go for it. Like a, honestly, like a five, six dollar like cup of coffee is not going to change the world. So um, do it if it makes you happy. Okay, lesson 21, and that's have paperwork for every damn thing. Now, I'm saying this from personal experience, not just because I'm an auditor, um, you know, for most part of my career and not also not because I used to be the head of governance and control at Standard Chartered in which people is so important. But just as a natural habit, it's just good to always have um, paper records of what has happened, you know, in your life or even at the workplace. Like, make sure they have emails and paper for everything because nowadays, like, there's just so much going on. If you're just going to rely on your memory, it's just not good enough anymore. Lesson number 22 Idiots are everywhere, ignore them. So I'm not going to elaborate so much on this one, but the kind of like bad behaviors that I've seen online and even, even offline, you know, in my past workplaces, there are just so many. And at the end of the day, you need to realize that you cannot control other people, but you can control your reaction to other people. And when I say ignore them, honestly, it's really up to you. You can ignore them, you can go and fight with them, you can debate with them, but at the same time, you shouldn't feel obligated to deal with them or to let them walk all over you because um, you are nice. So, sorry, I don't tolerate this. So, okay, thanks, bye. All right, so lesson number 23 is enthusiasm can be a double-edged sword if you don't back it up with real skills. Now, this is a very standard problem I see in um, personal branding or people who have been teaching personal branding, specifically social media marketers. Now, you can create a a fancy presentation or create like a fancy brand. But if you really don't know your, you don't have real knowledge, you don't know your stuff, then um, it's also going to blow up. So this is something I would definitely consider a life lesson because I've seen way too many people trying to find shortcuts, trying to, you know, personal branding, getting visibility, but at the end of the day, they cannot deliver their work. So the enthusiasm like if you're expecting to get brownie points because you have en you're enthusiastic, sure, but it only reaches a certain point because if you can't deliver your work, then it's useless. Okay, lesson 24. If you're young and capable, expect doubters and sometimes haters. So this was um, my experience as a young corporate leader, which is really, really, really frustrating. And there were also instances where um, people in the meeting room, they thought I was my boss's secretary, they thought I was like a junior executive and it's an uncomfortable feeling, but it happens. And I think I had recorded an episode about how you can really step up to become a young leader. I think it's episode 55, I think, um, of the podcast. So if you want, you can go and check it out a little bit later. But what I'll say is this, right? I mean, ageism is a thing. And when we talk about ageism, we always talk about people who are older, but I think ageism also exists for people who are younger, where there are consistently people doubting you because of your years and experience and so forth. So yeah, can just work harder and just prove yourself. All right, so lesson number 25 is when handling the same situation, a man can be seen as assertive, but a woman can be seen as yeah, the B word, right? So um 
gender gap still exists, unfortunately, and I think in some industries more than others. So um, if you have ever been a victim of gender discrimination, um, I hear you. And I'm not saying that it only happens to women. It definitely happens to men as well, depending on circumstances. But I think in terms of like assertiveness, it's definitely something I see happen a lot as well, where... Um, yeah, particularly in more male-dominated industries, it actually happens a lot. And uh, I think for women, it's very easy to get labeled emotional, even though, you know, you're really not that emotional. Like, a lot of times, it's very objective. Like, for me, I'm a very objective and direct person, which apparently as a woman is not good. But as a man, is like, highly rewarded. So I think it's ridiculous, but it's just the way it is. It would probably take a couple of years for, like, all these to come to the forefront and some action being taken to you know, for gender equality beyond just the, like, you know, the rara that does, actually doesn't, like, mean anything. Okay. On to lesson number 26. <laughs> now, one of the things that um, I learned is all you need is 10 seconds of courage because a lot of times that when we're afraid to do certain things, and, you know, I... <laughs> I am also one of those people who overthink all the damn time. So I can definitely understand um, the idea of like thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it and not exactly doing it. So well, there was this one story where I got the job interview for an overseas role that I really wanted. It came in very last minute, very unexpected. And the request was very simple. It was whether I could attend the interview tomorrow. And... I decided that I would do it, even though it was ridiculous. So I decided to jump on the plane within 24 hours to just go for the overseas job interview. It was very last minute. I didn't have any accommodation. It was my first time traveling alone amongst other crazy things. I didn't even know where the office was. I didn't even know how to like travel within that country. I didn't even have any money because it was still very, very early on in my career. I barely made any money. Um, but I knew there was a great opportunity. And I think that it was the 10 seconds of courage that... Um, motivated me to just do it. Otherwise, I think I would have like just given up on the, on the opportunity. So on to lesson 27. And 27 is luck alone is not enough. Um, honestly, luck, you know, is, you know, hard work meets opportunity. Right? I'm, I'm sure you have heard this quote before, but I feel a lot of people don't really resonate that. And I do think I've been very lucky um, in my career as well, like good timing and everything. But I also think that in order to catch your good timing, you need to be aware, like actually open your eyes at being so, have so much mental clarity that you even see the opportunity. Then you can take advantage of it. And then later on, people label it at, at luck, as luck. Because I've made a lot of very smart choices in my career. Like even though my, my career didn't really start very well, I was only making like 350 USD per month um, at my first job. But I think I had a good sense of like what I could do. I had also a good sense of like what's happening in the industries and yeah, I guess just being open to to new things. And also I was very, very clear on my qualification, my experiences and my skills to be able to see those opportunities and latch onto them. Um, yeah, as they appear. On to lesson number 28 is... Don't complain, just fix it. Um, we're not going to go into detail around this because like I've, you know, I've made a lot of episodes around taking action, you know, gaining um, 
motivating yourself and like not complaining, learning what not to do, everything. That there is a solution for every damn thing, right? It's a matter of whether you want to take the action or like you just want to complain because you know you want um you want sympathy or you're just like okay you know what i'm just gonna like bow down my head and just learn from scratch because there's nothing embarrassed about it what will be embarrassing is that you keep complaining you never fix it and then the problem actually snowballs into something even worse later on so it's up to you on to lesson 29 and lesson 29 is to go for a massage go for a facial go for a hiking trip or something to relax yourself like you, you need to do something to relax and take care of your mental health. So whatever this activity is, and for me, I, I love massages, but whatever this activity um, is that helps you relax and find more mental clarity, protect your mental health, just do it. It doesn't really, you don't have to wait till like, okay, it has to be once a month. It doesn't It doesn't matter. Like if you need it, just go and do it. Okay. On to lesson number 30, and that's buy stuff in cash. So I think I talked about um, some money concepts already. So uh, one of the things that helped me to have financial freedom and really even able to take a career break right now, you know, to resign from my, you know, um, high-flying job, take care of my family is, um, yeah, this is one of the money principles, buying uh, stuff in cash so that I don't um, buy things that I cannot afford. And I also don't get myself into debt and all these other things. So buy stuff in cash then on to lesson number 31 <laughs> your career journey is a long one you should always have a plan so as we always say like if you don't have a plan um you definitely plan to fail and i feel like in my career um i think i definitely made a lot of good um decisions but a lot of it actually came from like having an idea of what i want and kind of having a a plan on how to get there so now this career plan doesn't really have to be like you know, a step-by-step, -step, like black and white, something that is like so detailed that you lock yourself down. It doesn't have to be, but it should be something that is um, an, I, a, a goal that you're willing to commit in the next 12 months and specifically focus on your career interests, options, and direction. So this will actually give you the inner motivation to um, take the action and to do well in whichever area that you choose. Right, whether you're a job seeker, you will go all out on the job search, or if you're working professional, you go all out on upskilling yourself and developing the right corporate mindset to navigate your workplace and do better. So for this one, I do have a free training that uh, that I cover into way more detail. It's ninety minutes, so if you want, you can just go to www.growyourcorporatecareer.com and you should be able to find more information on. Um, okay, let me see. So you can just go to um, www.growyourcorporatecareer.com to join the free training. If you want to learn a little bit more about career planning, that's something that I can go on and on and on about. So I'm not going to do that during this episode. So if you want, you can just um, uh, yeah, join the free training and then watch now. All right, so lesson number 32, moving on to lesson number 32. And that's family first. Family is everything. You can work in any job you can make a lot of money you can be no matter how senior you are no matter how, what fancy clothes that you wear at the end of the day like family is the most important thing like once you don't have your family it may be a, a piece of regret that you know you, you can't you can't come back from you can't come back from then on to lesson number 33 is um i think choose love i feel like nowadays in a very busy world it's a bit difficult to 
kind of like focus on the things that you know all the people who care about you and maybe the things that you truly love and um yeah i guess spending time with the right people the right things so um always remember yeah choose love at the back of your mind because i think like when you have an intention it's a lot easier to actually do it then onto the last lesson in my 34 34 years since 1988 is um i'm definitely grateful that i'm still alive and i'm doing what i love today so it's been a while, right? I've spent more than 10 years in corporate, in specifically corporate leadership experiences. Even a lot of people today still wonder, oh, maybe you're so young. Like, how did you get to like head of department, senior director, all those things? But it has been a crazy intense journey in corporate. And that's why nowadays I teach a lot of my clients and students in my program to be able to do that depending on their, their career goals and ambition. But I think for me, um, definitely the next phase of my career and you know what I'm doing right now is a career coach working with um, corporate professionals, those working nine to five to help them walk the path that I have already walked. So this is something that I definitely feel super duper grateful um, about. So it's been about two years since I became a career coach. So I think um, it's it's more fulfilling like from one, yeah, I guess one year to the other. So it's something that I definitely continue to do. So Thank you so much for listening to my very long-winded episode sharing about the 34 um, lessons that I have learned in the 34 years since 1988, which is the year I was born. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. And, and if you have watched to the end, comment, <laughs> comment bananas at the bottom so I know that you are ready to... You actually watched to the end and you didn't fall asleep or like, you know got bored about the life lessons and I feel like life lessons is one of those things that you we will keep learning and growing and um, just a couple more things so for a lot of the career bits that I talked about in this episode um, I cover a little bit more in that in my free training so if you want to learn a bit more a little bit more you can go to www.growyourcorporatecareer.com to really understand how you can plan and grow your career in six steps so I'll go through a little bit more detail in this free training so you should be able to find it in the um, description or comment box somewhere below depending on whether you're watching this right now or you're listening to this episode and finally if you want to learn a bit more about some of my exciting awesome programs um, for your career you can always go to www.thecorporatesurvivor.co so this is where i run my signature program with tons of other professionals working in nine to five jobs just like you and these are the exact people that i help the most because um i have also walked the path so i feel like i resonate with you guys the most and therefore i and i think it's even why i created this podcast and why i created this channel in the first place is to help people like you so Thank you so much for listening to this um, 34 lessons and let me know which, um, which lesson resonated with you. Drop it in the comments below. And maybe out of all these lessons, I know that you know, we basically flew through them so quickly, but if there are any of these lessons that you want me to share a little bit more about or talk about it a little bit more in the next episode, definitely drop me a comment as well. Or you can also drop me a message on LinkedIn and let me know. So, um, yeah, maybe the next or rather upcoming episodes, I can share a little bit more on the topics that you want to hear about. So with that, thank you so much for all your support and all the birthday messages, all the birthday wishes. I really, really appreciate it. And let's keep learning and keep growing. And in the meantime, I'll see you. Have a good year ahead. Cheers. Mm -hmm.